What's up, guys? I hope everybody's having a great Friday afternoon, especially here in Florida. And welcome to Titan Lifestyle with me and Big Drew. What's up, guys and girls? Yes, the hurricane is over. It finally passed. Thank God. We'll touch base on that later. But yes, it's great to be back. Yes. It's great to be dry. It's great to have electricity. And yeah. Everybody's safe. I haven't heard of anybody having too serious problems. So yeah. Other than the power outages here and there, but everybody's yeah. safe and it's good to go. Yeah, Tampa Bay, we got lucky here. You know, I mean, uh, Fort Myers and all those other places, Naples, South, they really didn't get too lucky. Uh, yeah. Punta Gorda, Port Charlotte, so... Our hearts go out to them. We hope, uh, you know, everything gets back, built better than ever. Um, I know people are going through some really, really hard times, though, in some of those places. Even Fort Myers, when you see some of the pictures yeah, and some yeah. of the videos out there of, of what's going on, the flooding and all that stuff. Uh, i seen, like, uh, like, the, like the gator picture. Like, this guy supposedly woke up, and he's like, sees this gator right in front of him. Yeah, because it's overflooding the gators in the streets and stuff. <laughs> yeah. If you're near a golf course with that water, and that water gets high, and the gators are all over. Yeah, yeah. dude. I mean, it's it's uh, it's kind of scary when you when you have to deal with something like that, yeah. and you have nature, you know, hailing down on you, too, as well. So Snakes, too, with the flooding. The snakes yeah. get out, and they get loose. And, it's yeah. crazy. You know, everything gets displaced, so... Uh, big shout out, Hawk Squad, what's going on? Rocker Stylist, I hope all is well. I hope you're recovering good, dude. Um, Louis Garmosi, what's up, dude? Um, so, yeah, let's get into the first subject of the day. Let's talk about Prometheus. Oh, yeah. Therapy of the week. So, everybody's looking for weight loss out there. Obviously, we have some really, really awesome weight loss therapies, including our Aries Injectable Weight Loss Therapy, Semi-Glutide. We've got Titan Complete, Tighten Up, and all these other ones. Um, but usually, you know, they're asking me, I don't like needles. What can I do as far as an oral therapy for weight loss? Obviously, we have our ECAs, but we have Prometheus too as well. And Prometheus is good because it combines a couple different ingredients to make one hell of a therapy. So let's break those down. So Prometheus has bupropion in it, it has metformin in it, and it has B12 in it. So these things work a little bit different than an ECA would work. So ephedrine, caffeine, aspirin, B12, and chromium or obviously stimulants in there, they're gonna work by you know stimulating you, raising the metabolism level, raising core temperature. But with bupropion, this is a great one because this will actually help curb sugar cravings, hunger cravings, give you a little bit of energy, but nothing like a stimulant like ECAs, like ephedrine and caffeine together. Now is this something you could take with ECA? You can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can take these up. You can double up on these therapies if you really want to. Um, but the other one that's in it, metformin. Mm -hmm. So metformin is a really, really good medication. Um, it was originally made for type 2 diabetics, uh, lowering hemoglobin A1C. And at that point, this is good because it's going to help you lower your sugar levels and it's going to get rid of It's like a glucose disposal agent. Um, so, you know, carbohydrates that you're eating, if you're eating a whole bunch of those, um, if you're going to calorie deficit, this is going to be really, really good as far as that. Um, you know, with adding both of these together you're talking about really really slimming down getting over your meals a lot easier and then some people are constipated where the metformin can definitely help out in that level too as well so yes that yeah. I, I actually had an issue with that a couple of years about a year ago i was actually constipated bad metformin helped with that too so I will say that it does yes. help with that. Yes. It's not a laxative, so it's not going to, you know, yeah. you're not going to be like Dumb and Dumber when yeah. you're in the bathroom. It's, just, <laughs> it's not going to be one of those. But it will de definitely help you uh, to lose to lose weight and yeah. lose, you know, lose that bloat in your stomach. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So it's, it's a good one to take, you know. And like I said, some people can't take ECAs because of the high stimulants in them. 
but with the Prometheus, you can take this. You're going to get weight loss effects. You can combine this with any of the other therapies we offer. Now, so you can combine it with AOD 9604 too? Yes, that's another So if you guys one. are looking for an all oral, even though I highly advise you to go the injectable route, if yep. you're not ready to do that yet yep. and you want to go all oral, you can go ECA, you can go Prometheus, and you can go AOD 9604 in capsule form. Yep. So that way you're just taking three capsules, boom. With some, with some water or juice or whatever, and you're good to go for the whole day. So it's real simple, real easy. Yep. And when you're traveling, it's easy, too, when you have capsules as opposed to needles. Yep. TSA doesn't really mess with you. No. You know, so it's a lot easier, too. So you want an all-oral, crazy fat burner stack, yep. AOD 9604, Prometheus. And, again, you can throw in the ECA with that, too. Absolutely. And that's it's really cool because you can stack all these together if you really want to. You can take yeah. one separately. You're still going to get some great results. Um, big shout, J. Crew, what's going on? Um, so yeah, so if you're looking for something for weight loss, Prometheus might be the therapy for you. We have all different therapies and everybody's different. Health history, family history are going to come into play in some of these different things and what the provider is going to recommend for your regimen. So if you have any questions about this, you guys can call or text us, 727-389-3220. No blood work is needed for Prometheus as a therapy, so you're good to go there. All you have to do is fill out the new patient paperwork. We'll schedule the medical consultation with our medical provider. They'll go over all this good stuff with you and recommend the best regimen for you, and that might be Prometheus. Real, real quick, too, it's also a mood enhancer. So a lot True. of times people take stuff to help them lose weight, and it puts them in a crappy mood Yep. because they can't eat. They don't have energy. They just feel like crap all the time. Prometheus is actually a mood enhancement, so you're going to feel you're going to be in a good mood as you're losing weight as opposed to looking in the mirror saying, yeah, I look great, but I feel like crap. Yep. So it's going to help you feel good as well, too. So, guys, don't delay. Get on your weight loss track, weight loss track today and call or text us. Um, all right, so let's get into the next one. Why didn't evacuate for Hurricane Ian? That was my topic. Uh, I'll tell you guys why I didn't evacuate, why I've never evacuated for any of these hurricanes. Um, every time I hear about the evacuations, I look at where I live, and I look at not just where I live, the building that I live in. Yep. The building that I live in right now it's a high-rise, it's concrete, it's literally solid concrete, and it has stormproof windows, and it has a backup generator. So when people evacuate from their homes, usually they evacuate from a home because they have branches and trees and a roof that can come off, and they go stay in a hotel that's structured like the building I live in. True that. So every time I hear people, half my building left, half of them didn't. We were supposed to evacuate, we got the notices, but I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm going to leave this, this building and go stay in a hotel that's the same size, structure, everything as this building. <laughs> what is the point? It's right. kind of a waste of money to me, waste of time. Now, again, if I lived in a house, small house with big trees around, yeah. stuff to blow into it, um, didn't have homeowner's insurance or something, I don't know, just where the roof can come off. Mm -hmm. But I've never seen any of the high-rise buildings downtown or even in other areas get damaged by a hurricane. Right. All the stuff that I've seen on the news, hurricane damage is usually resident, small houses or even bigger houses, but it's a house with trees around it, the trees is what's causing the damage. Yep. When you have a standalone 20-story concrete structure with nothing around it, yep. and it's set up for a storm, yep. and it was built in Florida, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much ago. the safest place to be. So that's why I didn't evacuate this year. Yeah. Last year I didn't evacuate, and about five or six years ago, I think it was in 2017, was a real big one, yep. where everyone was evacuating. The storm... Again, I, I, I had my power across the street. They didn't lose power. Right. So, I mean, maybe I'm just spoiled where I haven't lost power yet, and it's only going to take that one time. Yeah. But I would have been pissed if I would have spent money or spent time. And then, again, you don't know where the hurricane's going. Of course so not. A lot of times people left. Like, I was talking to the guy in my elevator today. 
He left. He evacuated. He was just coming back today as I was coming here. Yeah. He left to evacuate and went off the track, the storm track, but then the hurricane shifted and went right to Orlando. So that's where he evacuated to Orlando yeah. and then come to find out in Orlando they have no power. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. If you guys have to be safe, if you have to evacuate, yeah. that's fine. That's why I didn't evacuate. I feel like concrete high-rise structures with no trees or anything around are the safest places to be, whether you're on the second floor or the 20th floor. So, again, if there's another hurricane... Now, if there's an earthquake, I'm out of there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Tornadoes. Tornado or earthquake. Maybe tornado, maybe not so much, but a hearth, earthquake, I'm out of there. Because that whole building can just rock a little bit and come crumbling down. So, yeah. That would not be good. I haven't really heard of any earthquakes in Florida ever. No, ever, not, so. not, no yeah. I mean, do not, not like California, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. People that have never been to Florida, or they wouldn't want to live here. Oh, I couldn't live there with the hurricane. Would you rather have a hurricane where it rains and there's a couple branches down or have the street open up and your building crumble? Yeah. <laughs> like it's a movie true. where the street opens. It's true. I told Sharice, that's a price for living in paradise. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with hurricanes every single year. And like I said, you know, we didn't get affected, thank God. You know, yeah. Tampa hasn't been affected by a hurricane, major hurricane getting hit directly since like the 20s. Yeah. So at that point, we're getting lucky. I, I, there's superstition about Indian burial grounds, and this is why it hasn't hit us. Yeah. Um, I don't know the reason. I've been here, like I said, 21 years now. I've dealt with every hurricane, major hurricane. And listen, we're not in the water because like, like Port Charlotte, they're underneath water. All the housing, all that, you know, it, it's, it's a shame. But... Mm. You know, here in Tampa, I was scared because we're in evacuation zone A here yeah. in Channel Side as far as the building goes. Mm. And that was my biggest worry. You know, where I'm at, my house, there's no yeah. flood zone. Yeah. There was no, no no problems there. House, I'd be a little bit more worried. You know? Yeah. But the, the building here, I was worried because water comes up through that street, goes through the doors. I mean, you're going to get damaged all the way through. I had to sandbag yeah. all the doors, make sure yeah. that was all straight. Big shout to Dan Wheeler for doing that. Um, but yeah, luckily, yeah. luckily this building wasn't really even touched. It I wasn't. Went, I went by, the, the rugs were dry, the windows were good. Yeah. It's weird because other times, Channel Side has been completely flooded, just on a right. regular rainy summer day. Right. It's like you can't even see the street, but this time it wasn't like that. So again, I mean, John City's been here over 20 years. I've been here yeah. 16 years. I've never I've never had my power go out because of a hurricane. Yeah. I've never had any type of damage. I've never had any serious problems. So, I mean, I'm, knock on wood, this hasn't happened yet. Um, but again, I'm not going to evacuate. Unless I live in a small house with a bunch of trees around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's only one time I've ever put up hurricane shutters from a house. It was like two years ago. Mm. And wasn't going to do it at all, right? And it was like 12 hours before the hurricane was supposed to hit. Everybody in the neighborhood over in Umberland, mm. they did the hurricane shutters. Everybody, right? Mm. I had a two-story house. And Sharice got like, I don't know, she got freaked out, like, you know, because everybody did it. And she's like, we got to put these up. So literally 12 hours before that thing, I'm on this ladder putting in the two-story. And these things are not... They're not light, and they're like, if the wind catches those things, yeah. you're going to have problems, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It'll for pull sure. you off the ladder. For sure. Yeah. Easy, dude. Yeah. So I'll never do it again. Uh, you know, it just is what it is. So hopefully nothing happens to the future uh, with these hurricanes, and it doesn't do too bad damage to Tampa. We are lucky 100%, though. So anybody out there that is dealing with the hurricane problems or you guys got damaged houses or – you know, something happened bad, I'm sorry, you know, at, at that point, and hopefully everything gets taken care of for you guys. Yeah, I know what the power outages are said at, not in specific areas, but there's been over a million power outages. Yep. And I know they're turning on commercial first before they get to residential, so yep. 
luckily the business will be up and running yeah um, before the, the yeah but I, I'm, I'm I'm hoping these people don't have power that long like, yeah. Five, yeah 2017 was a real real bad yeah. one everyone evacuated everyone went to Georgia and this and that yeah but the thing is, is people jump on the highways and then now you have yes. tropical storm type weather because yes. the hurricane's on the way, right. and the, the highways are backed up. So now I know last time Atlanta's like six, seven hours from here, yep. six hours. Yep. It was taking people 18, 15 hours to get there <sighs> back in 2017 because everyone's evacuating. So now everyone's in the highway. So yep. you're, in the, you're in the car panicking on the highway, bumper-to-bumper yep. bumper traffic, yep. when you could have just stayed home. <laughs> it's true, man. It's true. You know, or you could have just went to a hotel, looked at the hotel, looked around it, looked at the structure, and just checked in and just chilled. And, yeah. But you decided to drive 15 hours. <laughs> and then what happened was the hurricane <laughs> followed them. Yeah. I remember that. They followed them up to South Carolina. So everyone that's left right. Florida went to South Carolina. And that's the thing with these hurricanes. You never know which direction they're going to go. Nope. So unless you're going to California or Texas, which is way out of the way, yep. if you're just staying right in the Florida it could shift. It could easily hit you. So I don't Easy. Know. And it's yeah. going to Carolina right now. It's on its way. So they're going to get hit next year very yeah, shortly. that's not good. It's I was hoping it would point. stay out in the ocean, like stay off the East Coast. Yeah. It looks like it's coming back into the shoreline. It's really crazy, too, because all the water got taken out of the bay. And it's crazy to see that where it was all dry. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, everyone's freaking out. out. Like, it's like the calm before the storm. Yeah. Oh, my God, the water's gone. Like, it's going to be like a you know tsunami coming back or something. Crazy, man. Crazy. Yeah. Right, Rob, I appreciate it. We're all good down here. Yep, Strength Addicts, we were definitely here last night. Uh, we worked both days with a skeleton crew at the house. It was like maybe five of us, mm. one medical provider, four of us, including me. Yeah. Um, and we did well, you know, as far as taking care of the patients. Nobody, you know, had any issues, problems, thank God. And uh, we took care of everybody. And some people, this is how, didn't know that there was even a hurricane going on here. <laughs> you know, no. it's because they were in California. They have no clue. Like, oh, actually, yeah. Because you know? the thing is, in California, I don't really think it's going to be on local news, maybe no. national news. National news so for yeah, sure. Yeah, makes sense. But the crazy thing is, because I have this radar app that I downloaded. i got to show you this app. But uh, it shows, like, the radar on the whole world. Oh, really? And um, you could put your specific area. It has alerts and all that. But when I zoomed out, just to, just to get an idea, in Brazil, yeah, there was stuff that looked a hell of a lot worse than the hurricane over here. Really? It was like... Half of Brazil looked like the orange and red swirls. I was like, what's going on down there? Right. We, I didn't even know about it. The only reason I knew was because of the thing. But it's interesting. If you guys could see like a global, like the whole world, the yeah. radar, you could see where all the rain is. And like it was such a big deal because it was right here. But when I looked other places all over the world, there was a lot of rain going on. Like really? Big spurts of rain. So. It definitely they're just, they're just They're just used to it. I mean, yeah. They're probably just, yeah, it's, I mean, it's raining, you know, whatever. Cuba really got popped. I mean, there's yeah, definitely a place that got popped on the way here, but yeah. it is what it is. We have to deal with it. Yeah. All right, so let's get on to the next one. And this one was kind of crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Ray J says Chris Jenner made him and Kim Kardashian film a second sex tape and then watch both of them to choose which one to release. So this is crazy, right? Um, okay, Chris. Okay, Chris Jenner is the mom, right? The mom, okay, yeah. This, the mom is Chris Jenner. Confused. Yep. So basically, the mom made Ray J and Kim Kardashian shoot another sex tape so she could see which sex tape showed her daughter in the prettiest way. Something's wrong with that family. There's something wrong with like, this. Seriously, wrong with that. There's family. definitely something wrong with this. So. Uh, basically, when Ray J said this, Chris Jenner basically said this was false. Ray J actually brought the contracts. So there's contracts on this, okay? And the contracts have the, the label of the assets of the tapes. Um, and then basically, you know, they did these different tapes. Uh, now, if you guys don't have any history about Kim Kardashian. So when we talk about sex tapes, the first sex tape that ever came out that was really, really big. And obviously, you know, you had Tom and Pam. 
uh, Anderson, and then you had Paris Hilton, One Night in Paris. That was a big, big sex tape that really put Paris Hilton on the map, right? And at that time, Kim Kardashian was actually one of her little friends. Um, she had no fame or anything like that. So I don't know if it was just like her mom was like, hey, listen, we need to make this sex tape. It's going to put you out in the public. It's going to get you fame. Because um, I think Ray J was more famous than her at that time when they were dating. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's really crazy that, you know, you're going to watch your daughter's sex tapes and decide yeah. which one's going to be better. There, there's something sick about that. Not only that, the simple fact of watching was sick, but then saying decide which one's going to be better. Like, yeah. how could you even yeah. have that? Like it, That shouldn't be in your mind, a, your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, like, I mean, oh, this is a good one. What? Yeah, like, I don't want to watch my son have yeah. sex with a woman, okay? Or yeah. vice versa, whatever, you know? If I have my daughter, I don't want to watch that especially, right? It's just, Crazy, there's yeah. just, yeah, this is just something that's really, really sick. And this is something that maybe, just, you know, you always hear about Hollywood celebrities and the, the, the wackiness of what's going on. I know Kanye said, like, hey, listen, there's tons of pedophiles, uh, sex people, and all these crazy people in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. uh, but you see it all the time, man, and you hear about some of these stories, and it's just, it, it baffles me that some of these things can go on. And people really don't raise hell about it. I mean, I would probably raise hell about this if I was out there. I'm like, hey, listen, this is not right. Oh, it's a bunch of clout chasers. Yeah, about a bunch of clout chasers clout for sure, chasers, you know. Yeah. And um, at that point, you know, it it really did boost up Kim Kardashian's popularity and stuff like that. So, you know, I guess at that point in time, sex tapes were the way to get popularity out there. It doesn't mean, matter if you do something good or bad, you become almost infamous, yeah. you know, because of something like this. I know the Pam Anderson time, that was probably the first term, first time I heard the term sex yeah. tape. Yeah, yep. I think that's like maybe originated from yeah. that. But now it just seems like, I mean, everybody. You know, at least at, at that point, the sex tape that got released from Tam, Tom and Pam wasn't because they wanted to release the tape. It got stolen from their house. Yeah. The guy started making tapes, and then it finally got to a producer. And, uh, you know, at that point, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely some sketchy things about that, too. Like, the, Pam Anderson just gave up all the rights without any money. So it's kind of like, eh, you know, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah right? And Maybe at that point in time, that was like the dial-up internet. So it wasn't like people had fast streaming internet or anything yeah. like that. Um, just really crazy. I don't know. Sex tapes are, are, are fine and everything like that. But to watch your daughter's sex tape or to put this out, like, purposely, I think that's, that's kind of messed up for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, so the next one. Los Angeles schools districts will distribute overdose reversal drugs to every kindergarten through 12th grade school student um, to hopefully, I guess, make sure there's no deaths from opiates. Yeah, after there was a death, after there was one death and there was another like uh, severe OD mm -hmm. overdose, mm -hmm. the school in uh, Los Angeles, basically, they're just going to give all these kids um, a drug. I believe it's called nalon, naloxone, or uh, let me see if I can find it. Naloxone or Narcan. Na yeah, naloxone, N-A-L-O-X-O-N-E, yep. naloxone. Yep. Basically, they're going to be giving all the kids this drug just in case they overdose. I think this is the dumbest thing you could do. Yep. Um, I think it's basically giving kids a green light to experiment with drugs. Um, if a kid's never done a drug before because he's afraid he might OD and die, now he might be like, you know what, I'll try it now because I have this as my backup. It's true. It's almost like um, when I was in school, they used to give us condoms. Yep. They say, don't have sex, but if you do, here has a condom. I'm like, I got a condom? Okay, I'm going to have sex now. You know? <laughs> Thanks you know, a like lot. They, they, they told me, that as long as I do this, I'm good. Yeah. So it's almost like the same situation. And nowadays with with Instagram and social media and everything, snow, everything just blows up so fast. Yep. 
it's only a matter of time for all these kids are taking this stuff because they feel like as long as they have this uh, naloxone or, or yep Narcan naloxone or Narcan yep. that they're good to go so I feel like now you're going to have a lot more kids doing drugs that would never do it before because they have you know almost like a, a safety right. a safety net just by taking that and it's going to have um, people that never even thought about doing drugs like never I mean it's literally going to shift kids to do drugs of course I mean it's yeah I could see now for me if they're going to have it in the schools that's fine but have it in the nurse's office have, give it to each teacher to have in their desk yes. just in case something happens they can go right there kind of like an EpiPen type thing Yep. where you know if a kid needs an EpiPen if you guys don't know what EpiPen is it's basically just a pen you inject yourself if you have an allergic reaction yep so if they had something like that, almost like in a Pulp Fiction where they put the needle, boom. I was just gonna say that <laughs> Pulp Fiction. This is what this is what that is. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. if they had, if they just, if they educate the administrators at the school, the teachers, guidance counselors, coaches, whoever. Yep. I feel like all the administrators should have that, yep. uh, and they should be taught how to use that. If something happens with the students, like something happens, okay, this is how you administer it. This is what to look for, and blah blah blah. But to give it to the kids. That's crazy. Like, that's crazy. crazy. Now, are they going to educate these kids how to take this drug? You know, and it says it has no side effects, even if you don't need it. So right. even if a kid isn't overdosing, if they have no drugs in their system, they could take it and not have side effects. That, again, is basically telling kids you could take this. Right. So I have a feeling what kids are going to do, they're going to take it, and they're going to take the drug to see if it really works. Yep. They're going to start experimenting. They're going to take two or three of the naloxones yeah. and they're going to take twice as much of the opiate to yeah. say oh it's not going to and then it's just going to be like a you know drink a drink <laughs> energy drink to wake up take a sleeping pill to go to sleep it's almost it's going to be like they're going to be fighting to see how strong this stuff really is it's crazy man um, all the way all the way around I mean to give kids prescriptions like this because it is a prescription medication kindergarten through 12 that's what I'm saying kindergarten what is a kindergartner going to do they're gonna. They have a nasal spray. They have an injectable. Like, what are they gonna do? They're gonna pull us out and start spraying somebody's nose or whatever it is, or give them the injection. It's not gonna happen with I, a kindergarten. They're, they're giving this to kids so young that if these kids are so so young that if they looked up naloxone, yeah. they wouldn't even know how to spell it. Right. They wouldn't even know how to read the definition because literally kindergarten. What are they? Five years old. That's what I'm saying. Like some kids are a little bit slower than others, and some five-year-olds can't even read yet. So they're like, yeah. I mean, and they shouldn't be introducing medications like this. These kids are holding on to high high school, but that's still like you're telling kids like, hey, it's okay, or we have something that's gonna take away any negative side effects that you might get if you do take these drugs. It's basically setting kids up to be drug, to deal with drugs. It's, it's, just, like, it's I mean, crazy. It's, from the time you enter kindergarten, that's basically like your first out in the real world, even if it's only kindergarten. Yep. So as soon as you get to kindergarten, here's your pills in case you OD. Like, what do you mean OD? Yeah. They don't even know what OD means. Exactly. If you say overdose, they'll be like, they don't even know what dose. If you ask a kindergarten, what does the word dose means, dosage, they probably don't even know. <laughs> like, dosey dose? Yeah. <laughs> they have no idea. Now we're going to hand them pills. They're going to be, I mean, these kids are probably going to be selling the pills uh, now. Uh, Think about it. If they're giving pills. <laughs> Think about it. If they're, giving, if they're giving kids pills that they can take if they OD, if I'm a kid, yeah. okay, I'm not taking drugs. I don't take drugs. I never right. took drugs as a kid. Right. So if I'm a if I'm a kid and I need some money, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna stock up on these pills I got. Yeah. I'm gonna go outside and find some homeless man that really is a drug addict yeah. and be like, hey man, I'll sell you these pills. It's gonna make you feel better. <laughs> and it's gonna turn these kids either into into pill poppers or drug dealers. 
Or experimentalists. It's true. I mean, we're introducing things to kids that they should not be introduced to as of, as of this. Some of these guys. I mean, like I said, high school, all right, you might be having a lot more people that are going to be experimenting Or even middle school. I could see middle school because, they're, you know, some kids are, you know. But K, K through fifth grade? I mean, come on, man. I mean, we're, we're talking about some crazy stuff. Don't get me wrong. There's crazy stuff that's happening inside these schools. We have fifth graders, sixth graders bringing guns to school, yeah. drugs to school, um, so it does happen, but you're not seeing a whole bunch of kids that are taking opiates, hopefully not, in fifth or sixth grade. I know there are some kids out there that do experiment with this because that's more openly used with everybody out there. Kids are getting their hands on all kinds of drugs and stuff Doing like that. Going their grandma's medicine cabinet and it, take it. And it's real simple and easy to get a hold of these opiates. It's like, like Drew said, they go on their mom, their dad, their grandparents, medicine cabinets they get some of these and drugs they, and they all know who has it too when i was a kid it was the ritalin ritalin yeah. you know people were literally i remember when i was a kid kids were literally crushing up snorting littering off their desks yeah. in the hallways yeah. on the bus and it was every, all the kids knew which mom or dad was prescribed it so it's almost like hey when'd your dad get his script and they'd be like oh i can only take two it's nuts yeah like, it's, it's, it's crazy. crazy the thing i don't what doesn't make sense to me is this comes after um the, uh, the California district, they, they reported that um, there were multiple overdoses among high school students. One died and another one was hospitalized. Yep. If it was reported among high school students that had the overdose and had the problems, again, why are they going all the way back to kindergarten? I, they I, didn't find a first grader with opiates and this and that. It's high school students. Yeah, I, so I these really kids are old enough that. to you know drive around by themselves and you know go out and hang out by themselves and do whatever they do. So why bring it down to kindergarten? I feel like it's almost like these drug companies are just they're all about their money. Them. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna start him in kindergarten, so that way by the time he's eighteen, he needs us for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. It's true. I mean, that's that's what it is. Folks, I said, I guess if you're old enough to cut your balls off, you're old enough to do drugs. Shane <laughs> <laughs> Dad said, "What's worse, if they start out that they that young, could you imagine how strong?" The dose will have to be by the time they're in their teens, their bodies will resist it much more. Exactly. It's true. It's definitely true. Um, and the way that those drugs work is they instantly just, they, they take out the drug as, as far as that goes. And like, that's why you see in like Pulp Fiction where she got injected, she came back to life instantly. Mm. Like it literally just, it, it just gets rid of the drug as far as affecting your body. You can't get high off the drug. So even if you take the Narcan or Naloxone, you take that right and you start injecting heroin in your body or whatever it is you don't get any of the high and that's exactly what these kids are going to do they're going to be like okay see this is the thing if you don't get the high does your body still get damaged by it so in other words if these kids say okay I want to take five opiate pills normally one will make them feel high or whatever it does so now they're going to take this um, overdose drug the naloxone and they're going to say okay it's a new TikTok take, challenge. I, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like, yeah. Let me take six opiates and see if it works. Oh, and they're gonna be like, oh yeah. Once you get around seven or eighth one, that's when you start. What the? I mean, it's yeah. gonna be. <laughs> it's nuts. It's definitely nuts out yeah, there. Pills are bad. And uh, you know, I think parents should be you know you know stepping up on this. Listen, Los Angeles and California in general, I think is a whole different world. Um, and, and they do their own thing there. I mean, there's some crazy stuff. I I think that goes on in, in that state alone i would never want to move there i think it's you yeah. know it's got some nice parts to it but you know god bless anybody that's there because man it is it is a crazy place to live when you see something like this alone this is just one example of things that are going on there 
Yeah, because it said Los Angeles Unified School District. Is that all of LA? And oh yeah, Pacific. So it's literally all yeah, of Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Is a big place, dude. It's huge. Millions, and millions of people. Yeah, so it's, it's like it's they're big. literally giving out millions and millions of this overdose drug to kids. It's I crazy. Mean, I, I want to know if parents, if parents out there, if you guys are in LA or if you're in that area, if you heard about it, what are you gonna yeah. do? Are you gonna pull your kid from the school? Are you gonna talk to your school? Yeah. Are you gonna tell your kid don't take this? Yeah. Now this on the other side of it, this is where it gets bad. What about the kids, parents that are addicted to opiates that hear about this? So if I'm addicted to opiates, whether I'm an addict or whether I need a prescription, doesn't matter. If I'm right. addicted to opiates and I find out that my kid can get this at school, I'm going to be like, go get the pills and give me the pills. Right. So you're going to have That's a true. whole bunch of parent junkies asking their kids for the yeah. pills so they could take more. So not only is it going to affect the kids, now the parents can take more because they're going to take their kids' medicine if something goes wrong. Yeah. So it can affect both parties. And obviously, you know, there, there's fentanyl out there. And that's that's been a, if you haven't heard of fentanyl, you've been living underneath the rock, because fentanyl overdoses have it went up in extreme high amounts. Yeah. Uh, and fentanyl, it's very little amount that's going to destroy you, kill you, right? Um, and you, kids are going to experiment with things. So there's other drugs out there they might be experimenting with, whether it's MDMA, ecstasy, or whatever it may be. Um, and some of these pills have been contaminated with fentanyl. And these kids don't know it. They think they're taking one thing, it has fentanyl in it or another. And at that point, then they're done. You know, that's how some of these kids have been dying. That's how these deaths involved and in, uh, in things that went down. So I understand they want to protect kids, but at that point, they need to uh, they need to make sure that they're putting things in the right kids' hands. And we're going after fentanyl and stuff like that on the street. I mean, I've seen some of the busts lately of fentanyl. And we talked about it last week. The guy had $4.6 million in pills of fentanyl. Yeah, over 660,000 fentanyl pills. I couldn't believe it. And th this guy looked like you know, he looked like a crackhead off the street. Like, how does this guy have that much yeah. fentanyl, right? Probably a mule. And seriously, yeah. and I've seen I've seen a lot lately as far as fentanyl busts. And, man, they, I mean, it's, we're talking about big amounts that could kill a lot of people. So just really, really crazy stuff out there. Just be safe. Be safe for your kids and talk to your kids. Let them know. I mean, that's the best thing to do, I think is be honest and open with them and, and tell them what's going to really go on. I try to be like that with Pete, like tell them the honest truth. Like, yeah. you know, it is what it is. All right. Yeah, because so, they're going to find out nowadays. They're anyway. going to find out. Back in our day, parents could lie to kids, yep. and we, we didn't know. We couldn't yep. Google search. Yep. They could say something small like, hey, if you eat tomatoes, they'll grow hair in your chest. Yeah. We, we believe it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to be a man. I'm growing. <laughs> <laughs> but nowadays, you tell a kid that, they're going to be like, what? They're going to grab their phone and be like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. I'm looking right here. It's a, so you can't lie to these kids no. anymore. You can't say, no. if you do this, it's, you can't scare them because they'll just go to Google and be yep. like, that's not true. Yep. So you might as well just hit them with the truth from the you beginning. Otherwise, be, otherwise, you'll have the problem. They'll think their parents are liars. You might as well be honest with them. That's, yeah. the, that's the best policy, you know? All right, so let's get to the last topic. Army's first trans officer is indicted for spying for Russia. This is some crazy, all over the place. crazy stuff. So this guy is the first trans uh, officer, and uh, in the army, trans man to woman or woman to man? Uh, man to woman. Okay. And basically, at this point, Army's first. Officer yeah, this guy. This guy was a doctor, right? Maryland doctor. I uh, worked for the army. Or, excuse me, the Air Force, I believe. Is either Army or the Air Force? Let me just make sure. The Army, that's what I thought. All right, so it was for the Army, first one. And um, basically, you know, the Army had in place where you couldn't change your name, you can't do this, or you would be unfit for duty. He was the first one to get this granted to, to him to change his name from his biological um, 
gender of what it was. So he got to change all this stuff. Now, here's the problem. This guy thought, him and his wife, who's an anesthesiologist, another medical professional, they basically thought that they were going to sell health records to a Russian spy. And this Russian spy was an undercover FBI agent. Thank God. Because they did steal records, classified records, from the medical hospital they're working at. Who knows who the people were that they stole the medical records about? Mm. Whether they're officers, colonels, high up, brass. So at this point, this guy is bringing these medical records to him. He even tells these guys that he wants to fight for Russia. Right? This guy, is, he's an enlisted officer. He's not, a, I mean, he's not even a grunt. He's, he's one of the, the brass as far as giving orders mm. and high ups. That's really scary, guys. So at that point, you know, this guy got caught. Him and his wife, uh, thank God. And at that point, they're facing jail time. They're going to get mandatory jail time, which I don't think is enough. If you're going to sell records to uh, one of our foreign enemies, that's what you want to call them because yeah. they are enemies. I don't care what you guys say out there. And at that point, you know, there should be some some tougher penalties, I think. They were getting five years for one one charge and then ten years for another one possibly mm-hmm. is what they're, they're, they can do. Maximum of ten years in federal prison for each count. So at that point, um, you know, what do we do about this? You know, if you're a traitor or you're doing something like that, I mean, before we would hang your ass or you'd get shot, you know? And Mm. uh, I think that, you know, anybody that's doing this or going against the United States and they have, honest to God, proof of it, I think there should be some very, very tough penalties in place. Yeah. And See, I don't don't think the trans part really has anything to do with it. But, again, if there are... with the whole trans thing, these people take hormones. Yeah. And hormones can mess with your mind. True that. A lot. True that. Um, so, I mean, if you... I don't... It's it's a, it's a mess. Like, the, everything about his it is, wife is a wasn't, mess. Yeah, his wife, his wife wasn't, was what? wife was not on hormones. She's a regular female. Yeah. So, so his wife was a regular female, yeah. and... And he was the transgender. Yeah. So I'm confused. He was... He was a... He was a... Uh, was a woman transitioned to a man? <laughs> because you're saying he... <laughs> No, I get you because I'm yeah, no, it was a man that that went into a woman. Yeah, I'm saying he because yeah, they, Major yes. Jamie Lee. So it's two women then. Well, yeah, at the end, yeah, I guess. Okay, okay, now was. I got it. So it was oh, a, yeah, it was a, it was a man that transitioned into a woman and then married a woman. He was married before before he, he transitioned. Well, she stayed with him. Okay. She stayed with him and, and oh, okay. they're living their best life. Okay, yeah. uh, however, <laughs> it is. Yeah, but they were completely lucid. They had no mental issues except. For I, and it's nothing against trans people, so that, I'm yes, not going towards that. But this was the first trans officer. Yeah, it's not a good look. I mean, it's just not a good look. It's like, not a good it's look. Not a good, it's not, it's a good not a good first look. impression. You know, is it? Is this it, like Drew said? Is, are these hormones affecting people's mind, mental state, uh, decisions that they're going to make in the mm-hmm. future, or what what they're feeling? Um, because listen, we do know for sure that hormones can definitely mess with people's minds. Yeah, because I know if, if you guys don't know that there was a there was a reality show about a girl named Jazz Jazz. Oh Jazz, yeah, Jazzlyn or Jazz. Yes, everyone called her Jazz. Yes, it was a boy, a yes. young boy that transitioned to be a female young. He was yes. like eight or nine or ten. Yep. and transitioned. There was a story about him or her, I should yep. say. 
There's a story about her. It had a reality show. She was on Oprah. She was all over the place. And now her head is all messed up. All messed up. She is literally all messed up. And I feel like it's because not only the hormones, because of all the yep. all the stuff, hearing and everything. So her head is just literally messed up. So that to me, that's a prime example why transitioning that early is not good. Yeah. Once you're 18, you're, you're on your own, whatever. You're fine. Yeah. You're past puberty. But we have people transitioning that haven't even hit puberty yet. So once you reverse the natural state of puberty happening, now you have, like, your body is almost just reacting. Like It is. You're literally like a, a chemistry experiment. And then 10 years later, like this young girl, Jazz, she's having all these mental issues, health issues. And it's a mess. So It's crazy. And Dwayne Wade's son, it. too. Yeah, or Dwayne Wade's son. son. Dwayne, Daughter I now, I guess, at Dwayne. that point. Dwayne Wade shocked me with that. I mean, he I've, did, Ever man. since that, I'm just... You know, yeah, I'm not a fan of Dwayne Wade because yeah, of that. Yeah. I'm just being honest with you guys. I mean, I, like I said, it's okay when you're 18. You want yeah. to make a decision. And the thing is, is even if he know, Okay, if you have a son that's gay, you got a son that's gay. Whatever. Yeah, that's cool. But once he's 18 and he leaves out of your house, if he wants to transition into a woman, that's cool too. Yeah. But when you're a kid... You don't even know what you want. I didn't even know what I wanted ten years ago when I was a grown man. And now I'm, I, I look back ten years. I look back ten years. I'm like thirty. I'm like, man, this is. I was crazy. Right. Like, and yeah. now I'm like, whoa! I would never do that. So just imagine, like, ten year old kid, like, yeah, man, come to you one day and be like, you know what, Dad? I think I want to be. A, I think I want to be a girl. Or you know what, Dad? I think I want to be a man. Or, 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 or it's yeah. Parents want to be so be cool so badly they stop being parents, and that's a problem. That's a problem. You're the parent. You're not their friend, their buddy. You can be a friend when they need you, but you're the parent. You're supposed to be making the, the right decisions for them because they haven't been on this earth that long yeah. to experience everything and to really make the right decision for themselves. And clout chasing's at an all-time high. So I feel like some, not all, some of these parents that have kids that want to transition or be transgender, some are the, usually the ones that have huge social media or huge yeah. this. So it's like, okay... If I like Dwayne Wade got so much more attention for sure from having a transgender son, like for sure, so much more, and that's Dwayne Wade. So if I'm just a regular person, oh yeah, even though I may, even though I may not like it, I'm gonna post about it. Oh my son or daughter, this and that, and then next thing you know they're gonna blow up. So it's like whoa. Yeah, you're starting to see some of the states out there that are they're not letting this do this. They're making laws in place where doctors cannot treat um, younger children with hormone transitioning drugs mm. um, unless it's something that they absolutely need endocrine wise uh, but not transition to another gender just because they want to transition to another gender mm. and I think we definitely need to put these these laws in place to protect our kids yeah. um, you know at that point you know there can be something in place where you know they have to go through a process and they have to be a certain age and all these good things um, so we don't have problems like this because it's going to screw up a lot of our younger youth in their minds, and uh, we're going to pay the price for it when we're older, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, the, the bathrooms is going to be the next thing. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's just crazy. You're going to have, I feel like it's going to, pretty soon they're going to have three bathrooms, and it's going to transition eventually yeah. to just having a bathroom. So you go in this bathroom, you may have women, appear to be women wearing skirts and have long hair and this and that, standing up at a urinal, <laughs> right next to a kid that's 10 years old boy standing up at a urinal. Yeah. That right there is a crime to me. Yeah, I, like, I That agree. should be a crime. Like, I agree. That should literally be a crime. Not only should it be a crime because the kid, because they're around a kid that age, 
In other words, if a grown man goes into a, into a woman's bathroom and there's a child in there, yeah. that man should be arrested. Oh, for sure. So what is the difference if a grown man that dresses as a woman steps into a man's bathroom and there's a nine-year-old kid in there using the bathroom? Same thing, it's man. the same thing. And not only that, that nine-year-old kid may never hear of transgender because his family doesn't really believe in it or tell him about it. Yep. He may be homeschooled. He may not have social media yet. Yep. So that may be his first interaction as a kid looking over and seeing a woman what he thinks is a woman standing up peeing. Yeah. That will screw a kid's head all over oh, forever. Oh, for sure. And he's never going to have a chance to go back. If someone goes back and tries to explain to him that, it can mess his head all over. You can't, er- you can't erase those images. Yeah, That's forever. for damn sure. Forever. So, you know, I yeah. mean, we, we got to do better for our youth, man. It's just, yeah. it's, getting, it's getting even worse out there for, for our kids. and uh, They we, should make it mandatory that if you're, if you're a, a, a transgender and you're female, you, you are once a man, you still have male parts, but now you live as a female, there should be a law that says that you have to sit down when you use the bathroom. I agree. 100%. If you want to be a woman so bad and you want to appear as a woman and act like a woman, that's fine. That's your right. That's your choice. No problems. If you want, that, that women don't pee standing up. So if you want to be a woman, then sit down and pee like a woman. Then. It's true. So that way, if there is a child in there and sees that, they're just going to go, oh, it was a woman using the bathroom, like how it normally should be. That's how it is. And if a girl transitions to a guy, she's sitting down anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I was yeah. away, uh, one yeah. way or the other, yep. you know? So a girl transitions to a guy, she can sit down. It doesn't matter oh, what she's doing. Man. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> we could talk about this every show. Good topics, guys. Yeah, I mean, every this, show, this is yeah. serious stuff that we're dealing with in life right now. All right. 2022 Titan Events. 1022. You got the Hurricane Pro in St. Pete. Tim Gardner Productions. Titan Medical Center will be there in full effect with the team. Giving away awesome T-shirts. Signing you guys up. Taking pictures with you guys. Answering your questions. 11-6, we're down in Orlando for a festival of speed at the Ritz-Carlton. Beautiful property. Going to have beautiful rides out there, and it's a great time and experience all the way around. 12-3, Cars and Couture. Donna Crowley and Lux Fashion Group will be giving an awesome presentation of a fashion show. Um, we'll have our cars out there, too, as well, so it's going to be really glitz glamour and a night to remember. 12-15 to 12-18, Olympia in Las Vegas. Come check us out. We'll be at the expo at the Type Medical Center booth. Me, Big Drew, and the crew will be there. Um, can't wait, man. We got some awesome stuff. We're getting lined up for that. More giveaways, special giveaways out there, and uh, just overall, it's gonna be a hell of a good time. I think. Yes, expo is gonna be huge this year. It's gonna be bigger than last year. It's supposed to be bigger than ever. Yeah. And again, it's right back on the strip this year. So, great venue. Can't and wait. In Hollywood, great host hotel. Yep. So. Yep. Everything is upgraded this year as opposed to what it was last. Oh, in man. Vegas, and it's definitely upgraded to what it was last in Orlando. Oh, Orlando, they did a good job. Yeah. Considering what they had to deal with last minute, Orlando did a real good job. Yeah. I even heard a lot of people say, wow, Orlando was good, this and that. Yeah. But now back in Vegas, it's going to be bigger and better, right on the main oh, yeah. strip, and it's going to be nuts. Yep. Phoenicians nuts. where the expo is going to be, and Planet Hollywood is going to be, Zappos Theater is where the Mr. Olympia will have the main event there. So it's going to be awesome, man. I'm really, uh, I'm really excited about it. I can't wait. Mm. And it's coming really quick. I mean, we're almost in October. What, we're two days away? Yeah. So it's literally, coming, we got two months, quick. man. Two and a half months, and we're there. About 11, 11 and a half weeks or something like that. And again, if you guys want to come by the Titan booth, you don't need actual Olympia tickets to go to the show. Just come on to the expo. The expo's cheap. You can walk around. You can see us, take pictures, yep. hang out, hit the iPad, get a free T-shirt. But again, you don't need Olympia tickets to come by the Titan booth. So, guys, just need expo tickets. it's going to be a hell of a time, so get your tickets now. And get your rooms at the Venetian as fast as you can because they'll probably sell out 100%. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that's it, guys. That's our show for Friday, man. I hope you guys have liked our show. Some of the topics we came up with I think are very interesting and very entertaining, 100%. Yeah. 
So me and Big Drew will be here every Friday for you guys, 2 p.m., tight lifestyle with Big Drew and me. Got anything else, Drew? That's pretty much it. If you guys want to be notified of videos like this, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yep. Hit the bell so you can hit the you can hear the bell go off yep. when we're about to do a show. We also have the podcast. You can watch that or listen to us whenever you want. Tune in on Facebook, Titan Medical, and as well, also Titan Medical yeah. 2.0. Yep. We'll see you guys next Friday for another Titan Lifestyle with me and Big Drew. Have a great week. Later, guys.